this is Dawn Schuler, Certified Trainer and Business Consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. I don't know if you feel it or if you're conscious of it, but there is a constant den all around us. Well, I say it's all around us if we let it. And not letting there be that constant din takes some work. This is where practices like meditation, quiet, purpose, and other modalities can be very helpful. The din is just all around. It's present on our phones. There's somebody texting us or calling us or Snapchatting us or Facebook messaging us or LinkedIn notifications, to name only a few. Thinking about your phone, how many apps do you have on your phone and how many notifications are you getting from those apps? Just your phone is a source of din. And then if you're a news junkie, and you love that, that constant stream of information, well, it's a 24-7 news cycle nowadays. Didn't used to be 30, 40, and many years ago. It's a 24-7 news cycle. There's a constant ticker tape of news. There are 24-7 news channels. That's all around us. Then... There is the din of demands upon us. If we have children, then there's all those demands. And depending on what age, they all vary. My daughters are both in their 20s. And the din has diminished, but it's not completely gone. And I'm grateful for that. And there's still a din. Other family demands. The demands of life in the modern world. If we're trying to keep a relatively clean environment, what about our health? Trying to eat healthy, not go out to fast food as much, get exercise, drink enough water, don't drink too much caffeine, oh, avoid soda, bacon is bad, eggs are bad, oh wait, eggs are good, red wine is is healthy, oh, don't drink too much, oh my goodness. All of that information in all these different areas. Even for our hobbies, things we like to do, we can get overloaded on information. For example, I like art. And a few months ago, I was exploring brush lettering, which is a method of of hand lettering with different medium, like markers and the like. And I did a search for brush lettering, and there's all these sites and YouTube videos and exercises, and here's the right kind of brush pens to use, and don't use that, and the paper, and the different alphabets, and how to do swirls. Oh, oh my goodness. So even in our our relaxing time, in our quiet time, there's din. If you like to watch shows and TV series, well, 
We don't just have the three networks anymore. Those days are long, long gone. And we don't just have cable, but now we have Netflix and we have Amazon Prime and we have On Demand. We have cable TV shows that are happy to rerun those old sitcoms that some of us, if we're old enough, grew up with in the the 70s. There is something waiting for us and its tentacles are ready to attach to us for our attention. And I've only mentioned a few areas. I've mentioned the phone, our family, the news, our hobbies, TV series, just those areas. And it doesn't even include all the other areas in our lives that might be calling to us. Now let's look at our professional life. And there's a din there. Email, meetings, memos, reports, the CRM, the Slack tool, the Trello board, constant information that never ends. And some of us may think that we can get a handle on it. We can conquer the mountain of the email inbox or the memos or the reports or the projects or the proposals or the client work. And so we constantly try to climb that mountain to get to the top of the pile and master it and be king or queen of the mountain. The problem is the mountain is growing faster than we can climb it. That's where the din comes in. And then there's this idea that, well, I wouldn't even call it an idea. It's this way of thinking that's not even conscious thinking. It's very subconscious and it's very instinctual that is the constant crisis. Everything is important right now. Everything is a priority right here, right now. Do it now, do it now, do it now. There's this project and it's due at two o'clock today, great, get it sent off. But now there's the next one that's due tomorrow at five. And then, oh, then there's the one next week. There is no chance to catch your breath. Everything's important. Everything's a priority. We take time management classes and programs. We go through the quadrants that tell us that if it's not important, it's not a priority, well, then we should delete it. So we're constantly having to look at, is this important? Do I need to do it? And if I don't, if I, if it's not super important, then I'll delay it. And well, maybe I should delegate it. And, but my person that I'm delegating to is overworked also. Wow. It's amazing. We get anything done. (laughs) And we all have days like this. And some of us have 24-7 days like this where it doesn't end. This is why purpose is really important. What is the purpose? What's the desired outcome? And then what are the methods? I've talked about the POM model in other episodes. And then there's the looking back. Did we reach our desired outcome? And if so, 
were our methods good or not? And the measure of good or not is the drain on our resources. Even if you take the the purpose and the outcome out of the equation and you just look at the methods which consume resources, you personally, are you drained? Are your resources depleted? Then something needs to change. It's like a car that leaks oil. If you don't replenish the oil, then bad things are going to happen. (laughs) Not good for the engine. Yes, you could just keep adding oil. And so some leaks out and you add more so that it never completely is devoid of oil. Or you can fix the leak so that that isn't a problem. The din is the leak, or maybe it creates the leak. I'm not sure. I could, I could see it both ways. I could take that metaphor always. But that din is constantly there. It's like the leaky engine. Yes, we can try to put things into place to quiet the din, to stop the leak. And honestly, it's a constant vigilance. This is where those daily practices I mentioned at the beginning can be helpful. Meditation, yoga, mindfulness, quiet, making sure that there's time for rest and rejuvenation, relaxation, replenishment, and that that should be part of the culture of your organization too. If your culture is an always-on, constant crisis mode, speed, hustle, never slow down, the engine will leak oil, it will be depleted, and eventually the car will break down. That din that we all deal with on some level or another is part of what makes us less productive, less engaged, less present. We talk about in our special report the top five reasons why your employees are not engaged. I'll give you the first one right now, and it is the din. It is that there is so much going on in their lives that they're not completely present. Again, it's true for all of us as individuals, ourselves, so we need to look at How can we decrease the din? How can we be more present? And it's an epidemic for the rest of our colleagues, our team, our staff, our employees. What can you do in your organization to create a culture that helps its people, first of all, understand the din exists, and two, to counteract it, to at least attempt that we know the din is present. It does not lead to high productivity, engagement, happiness, and thriving. Therefore, we support ways to counteract 
that din. What a fascinating manifesto and purpose to create a culture that does its best to acknowledge and reduce the din. It will lead to higher engagement, increased productivity, and thriving. If you'd like to check out the special report, go to www.theshulergroupllc.com and up in the menu, you will see a link for why your employees are not engaged. We've talked about the first reason. And in the report, we say, you can't do anything about that, but I'm actually changing that up. There is a little something you can do about that. But the other four of the five reasons, there is definitely something your organization can do to create higher engagement among your staff. So check out the top five reasons why your employees are not engaged. And until next time, may you thrive.